Hello, everyone. Welcome along to this episode of Championship Drill, uh, the 12th episode of the season, I believe it is. After we had a little midweek or a mid season break already for ourselves, mm. uh, pre World Cup. Uh, just to warn you a little bit, my uh, six month old puppy has decided, even though we're recording this at almost half 10 at night, rather than it being bedtime, he's decided it's playtime. So you might mm. hear him chiming in every now and then uh, mm. trying to uh, give his opinions <laughs> uh, but it's a um, couple of games tonight that we're going to talk about we'll talk about those in a minute uh, we'll have a look at some of the news there you can hear them there <laughs> yeah. so I suppose we'll start with a bit of news now that he's trying to calm down for at least the next five minutes <laughs> and he goes he's going to a my, uh, my six year old lab is sitting next to me as well and he's uh, attempting to bite her feet and the hope she's going to play with him. So, um, he's uh, he's a bit wired to the moon tonight for some reason. Yeah. Um, but there you go. So I suppose the big news, really, manager wise, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, we know Carrick taking over the Middlesbrough job. We talked about that the last time. Um, Richardson, a new deal, three year deal at Wigan. Very good. Um, he's a good. It's a good move because he's done well with him. Um, done well. I mean, they are still. Very much in danger of being relegated. Oh, uh, yeah, but like for the limited budget and what the players they have. Absolutely. Uh, and it's one of those where if they didn't give them a new deal, there's a chance with jobs in the offing, someone yeah. could steal. Exactly. Uh, it's a good move all around. I'm, uh, I'm happy for them and I'm happy for him. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we were just looking at the favourites for the Hull job, the other yeah. job that's on, on the go at the moment. Um, and Ross Senior, who you talked about the other night, is still the favourite to take over that job. Yeah, um, it's, I think they just need to get it sorted. Uh, yeah. It's been going on for since the start of the month, at least. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Martins was banker at one point. He was. Um, Andy Dawson in their temporary charge, he's done well with them, so maybe... Um, is there a chance? It's it's always dangerous when you um, when you give that to someone, though, isn't it? I think you want to say get him in for the World Cup, but I don't know. I think <coughs> we, I think he should seen... probably. I think he should stay there to the January at this point. Yeah, I mean we've seen it before, though, haven't we? Where a guy comes in, he takes over for like four or five games. A guy that's all, already at the club, they yeah. go on a good run, and then the club club offer him like a four-year deal to be their permanent manager yeah. and then things start to go pear-shaped yeah that's the thing like and then even if he's doing well now there's what like yeah. three games left before they're gone something like that yeah and they should definitely wait till January until they get the new uh, until yeah. they get the, new guy the transfer in. window opens yeah so you can have a look at a few things yeah absolutely so I'd, I'd say that might be their plan maybe they are holding off for that mm. maybe they I suppose the advantage of getting the manager in before the World Cup is You'll have those six weeks to work with the squad. That's it. And also, Joel, you said you said something about Robbie Keane might go there. Robbie Keane was rumored to be on the list. I mean, I I don't see him at the moment on the list. Maybe yeah. he, he turned him down. But there was talk that Robbie Keane might be one of the people they were talking about. So we'll wait and see. Um, if you have a spare twenty cent to throw on Robbie Keane, you could do that. But <laughs> um, I think Rossiner seems to be the odds-on favorite to get the job. Yeah. Um, and Dawson, you imagine, will be the. The likely one to the next one to be able to do it, Andy Dawson. That is, yeah, like, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. 
It will be. Um, other news, Chief Executive of Huddersfield Coil is after standing down. Mm. Um, uh, I suppose Vale Blackburn signed a new deal, a new three-year deal. Good news for them. Mm-hmm. Young striker. And that's about it. Cool is leaving Bristol City to join yeah. the ECB uh, at the end of the... In January, actually. I think he's leaving in January. So... Um, so big news kind of changes more to top boardroom level in a lot of clubs yeah. um, happening as well. But uh, a couple of games tonight, I watched one of them. Yeah. Uh, wasn't very good. Hmm. Um, big window for Burnley. Uh, from the penalty spot, they kind of deserved it. They pretty much dominated the game. Um, Norwich seemed to be sticking with Smith. Um they're seventh in the table after tonight. They've played a game more than the four teams below them. Mm. All who could pass them out if they win their game then. Um, I they scraped the draw against Sheffield United. Yeah. And they lost tonight to Burnley. Yeah. He's, um, he's to be honest with you, he's, he's got these games before the World Cup to save his job. Uh, yeah. I think if he gets no wins in these next few games, yeah, I think they'll move on. Because they're starting, we were saying how tight how tight the season has been, how tight the league table is, and it is tight. Yeah, there's no denying the fact that the league table is tight at the moment. Yeah, but Norwich are starting to get a little cut adrift from Burnley, QPR, and Blackburn. There's now five points between them and third place Blackburn. Yeah, um, and if QPR were to win their game in hand, you're looking at seven points between them and automatic promotion. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that and that will just become too much by time the World Cup comes around. And absolutely, so Norwich could be in trouble that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Burnley, great win for them. They needed to win to keep the pressure up. Uh, are Burnley the only team in England at home haven't lost? Um, I think they might be I the only team that haven't lost yet at home. Like, or yeah, at home. Uh, I don't think so. I'd say there's a few out there. Um. Uh, I read that yesterday. Arsenal haven't lost uh, at home this season. I know that much. Okay. And Arsenal only have lost one game and then they got away to. Maybe, maybe it's, away. Maybe it's in the championship, is what they meant. In the championship, maybe, yeah. Um, most of the teams have lost at home. Frogs have said he's Yeah. So, uh, the other game tonight was an interesting one. Um, another penalty. Late penalty that seemed like the more exciting of the games to all draw uh, Coventry home to Rotherham. And Coventry are um, starting to get that Coventry bit of form. Coventry pick up points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they are, now, um, they are now in the relegation zone only on goals scored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they have two games in hand over pretty much everyone. If I was Rotherham, though, I'd be very disappointed. Um, they, I think... From the, the, looking at the stats and stuff, I, I think they probably edged it. Yeah. Radrum. Um, Radrum definitely deserved uh, more out of it, it would seem, when you look at the stats. Yeah. They also twice in front. Looked yeah. like they were coasting. Stupid, stupid last-minute penalty to give away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, finishes to all. Coventry, weirdly enough, we talked about um, Norwich. Um, if Coventry were to win their three games in hand they have mm. over Norwich, they'd actually go above them in the table. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's mad. Which is a weird turnaround for Norwich because we said, you know, the games in hand are great, but you need to win those ones. And to be fair to them, 
they've done well lately. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, they win their two games in hand. They go on to 23 points from 17 games, which would put them above Preston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's great. Like it'd be. I think. I think it. They could easily win two of them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, four four points even, and you're looking at them suddenly being in mid table again. Yeah. Which is about where Coventry should be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll wait and see. Um. So those were the two games tonight. Uh. The weekend <laughs> threw up a few. Uh, a few uh, results. I suppose the big game that we were talking about beforehand was going to be the Sunday game. Yeah. Which was the derby match ruined pretty much straight away by Callum Robinson. <laughs> um, sent off. Was it was seven, eight minutes gone? I can't remember. It was very early in the match. Yeah, it was very early. Um, throwing oh. a ball into an opponent's face. Now, to be fair, it's a derby match. The guy had just pushed him. I know you can't do it, but it's, you know, it's not like he even knocked your man onto the ground. I know, yeah. No, it's like a bit of common sense, ref. Well, the referee just ruined the whole thing and the, the whole match, yeah, to be fair. He did. Swansea got a little bit lucky. Um, Abafemi, who we know, Michael Abafemi, obviously the Irish forward, mm. could have had about 27 goals. <laughs> um, he did get one, but my God, he missed some chances in that match. Yeah. And the first goal of the game, which was going to be important, because obviously Cardiff were playing for a draw when they were down to 10 men. Um, uh, pretty fluky goal, to be fair. Yeah, nothing's going right for Cardiff in general. No. Um, you, the problem the is that, they, can't yeah, score for, they cannot score at all. No, uh, and we were talking about it. They were the two Welsh teams there in a lot of trouble, while Swansea are flying out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The other game, as you just said there, um, it was actually a shocker. I didn't think this is good. I didn't think they'd hammer them. <laughs> no, and Luton's manager is not going to be happy with a few of the goals they gave away. No. Um, the third one in particular was pretty atrocious, yeah. um, where the goalkeeper just decided he was going to pass it uh, <laughs> to the Watford player and oh. put him through on goal. Um, I don't know what was going on there, but bad defending for a few of the goals. But yeah. a big, big win for Watford at home. Who needed it because Billich was probably on they the verge of stack. But before the before the game as well, like uh, Nathan Jones was on about how half the team had illness. Um, I'm not sure how many were missing. How many? How, how many first teamers were missing? Yeah. Um, but, but there was uh, apparently an illness run through their squad, so that would make sense because I'm not sure they would yeah. be hurt that much. Yeah, I was I was kind of shocked on the day. Right, four nil. But yeah, it makes sense that they had a number of players out sick. Yeah. Ill, um, watching through the highlights of the match, they were they weren't great. Uh, no. Watford deserved to win. Maybe they didn't deserve to win four 0 but they certainly deserved to win. Yeah, Luton, um, Luton actually had fair fair few chances. They did. They had some. They had some chances that they didn't take. And like I said, the third goal was the killer, really, and it was a terrible goal to give away. Just a oh. bad goalkeeping mistake. Oh. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Other games, I suppose, that are worth noting, and um, Blackpool had a big win over Preston. That's, that's the one we ran about last week. I was saying that could go anyway. Could go anyway, and it did. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, we we talked about him start season, then he picked up an injury, and he's come back to form recently. Is a player on loan from Arsenal, Charlie Patino. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of Blackpool fans. Um, one of them posting, uh, to Arsenal saying how bad Patino's playing and that they should just give him to Blackpool. 
um, until uh, until he's ready to play first team football. Yeah. Obviously, a guy making a, a joke because he was unbelievable for them the other night. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's come back. Yeah, when he's come back from the injury, he's been very good. Scored um, a goal, created another, and I know people in around the Arsenal youth setup. And um, when you think of the players that have come out of Arsenal, the young players, you think of like Tony Adams, you think of. Um, you know, David Rowcastle, Michael Thomas, mm. even like Andy Cole, you know, Sack and Smith Rowe and the likes of them as well. They have said all the way up that Charlie Patino is the best young player ever to come out of the Arsenal Academy. Yeah, and that's high um, praise. That's pretty high praise. And he's certainly doing a great job for Blackpool. And they need it because they are another team that are going to struggle this season. Yeah. So any wins they get are going to be valuable for them. It's great, and I like to see it. It's great to see a young fella thriving. Um, it is, it is, and um, like I said, it's 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 doing well for Blackpool, and the fans seem to have taken to him as well. Yeah. But Preston again, just as Preston start to push up the table, they lose a match. Yeah. And it looks like we're one win away from like the playoffs or whatever. But they must they must be going nuts because they scored two goals and didn't win. I know, <laughs> I know, um, and they're a team that just don't concede goals. So yeah, they, yeah. They give away four of them is. Is a bit much. Yeah. Um, Blackburn Rovers a big win over Birmingham. Yeah. Um, Birmingham yeah. City. I know. Um, your man is it Chong that's on loan from United. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I know, I know. There, there's a few of them. There's uh, Zidane. Yeah, but I think it was Chong that came out and said um, he thinks that Birmingham can still push on to um, finish in the top half of the table this season. So. Yeah. He obviously yeah. feels there's something there with them, but they're another team that are in a bit of trouble at the moment. Yeah, like they did have a good run for a little bit. Now they're kind of creeping back in with the losses. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough one. Um, we won't even talk about Middlesbrough Huddersfield because there's no point talking about yeah, that. Yeah, well, was not good. Um, um, big win Another loss for West. My dad is human. Yeah, I mean West Brom are going to be playing in League One if they're not careful. Yeah, and they will. Uh, that problem is they actually will. Another stupid red card again as well in this one. Yeah. Um, um, apparently, was I don't know what they. I know what they're going to do, but I mean, Millwall, another team that have the potential to make the playoffs, but just seem to draw too many matches over the yeah. course of a season. Yeah, so I this think... is a big win for Millwall because this is a game they'd often draw. Yeah, they uh, they won. Won the thing so is, well, big... West Brom have to buy a forward in January. They have to do something. I mean, they're in so much trouble. Yeah, they don't have a forward. Like Grant is just not good enough. Um, yeah, and it's a strange one because you know, like you said, the money isn't there, but you know, it should be. And the thing is, well, uh, what who did they sign? Did they sign the American lad that went was with Barnsley that scored a lot of yeah, 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 Dyke, isn't it? It just hasn't worked for him, like, no, not at all. Um, yeah, it's a strange one, but Millwall keep on rolling. Millwall are going to make a push for that playoffs this season if they keep going the way they're going. Especially, well, they're only they're only four points off the top of the table. Yeah, I mean oh. they're they're really going well. They just need to avoid those silly score draws that they seem to get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially at home, QPR beat Wigan. <coughs> um, QPR needed something. Did yeah. you know they've had a few iffy up and down results over the last four or five games. Yeah, a couple of wins, but they're kind of lost games. They shouldn't be losing. Um, obviously, like you said, Chris Willock is not going to be back probably until the end of October, which means at most he might play one match. He might get one up. match, yeah, before it's over. Um, and they are missing him, but 
Dyke scoring again is um is, is big for them. They can get him scoring goals, then things are gonna go well for QPR. And they are right up there at the top of the table. Yeah. Um big win for Reading. You not much to say about that. Um other than, you know, maybe it pushes Bristol City's manager closer to retirement. Yeah. Poor old Nigel Pearson. Um <laughs> Rotherham losing four two to Hull, huge win for Hull. Mm. Um like, and a few then, like two big teams, Sheffield United, who've gone on a great run, yeah. will feel really unlucky to draw that game against Norwich. Oh, yeah. Um, they were very lucky. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it's just thought so as well. It was the worst era penalty, was it? Did, did someone say Pookie yeah. <laughs> missed, this, missed the penalty as well? Yeah. He did. So, like Sheffield United... You know, they'll feel hard done by at home because whenever, I suppose. But they're another you know. team. They're another team that are kind of they were doing very well, but they're just steadily kind of lost their way a bit. Yeah, I mean they got off to a shocker to start in this one. They were two 0 down inside twenty minutes. Yeah. And after that, I don't know what happened to Norwich. But Sheffield United just started battering them for the match. Mm. Got their two goals, leveled it up, and like you said, last minute. Well, I think it was a couple of minutes ago. It was in the late 80s, yeah. Yeah, um, only a few minutes ago either way. And uh, Pookie misses the penalty. Check for his hat-trick, mind you. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Like, the thing as well, like, Pookie, again, he scores in the in this league. Yeah. In the Premier League, he must have had two goals all last The last time he was... He was yeah, it's a bit like Mitrovic, isn't it? He's yeah. just... One of those who gets goals in championship. Now Mitrovic is starting to score him now. And I think we've said it before with the likes of Fuki and Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. It's just in the Premier League, in in the championship, you're probably getting four or five chances a match. Mm-hmm. You might take one or two of them every game. So yeah. You're scoring every week. Mm-hmm. In the Premier League, those four or five chances might become one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take that one chance... Or one of maybe the, the the one and a half chances you get maybe even yeah, exactly you're uh, you're not going to score goals so yeah uh, Coventry beat Stoke big win huge um again they're on the climb as we were saying Coventry they're doing um, well they're very very good at the moment um but Alex Neal was trying to say that say that his side were the better side. Uh, just laughing at that. Yeah. Um, it's a shocker of a result for Stoke at home. Um, it is a shocker of a result for Stoke. Uh, and they're having one of those seasons as well, where they're a team that after last season will really feel they should be doing better this season. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's not happening for them. Exactly. Um. They're just they're just floating around there, seventeenth or whatever there on the table. Yeah. Um, which you know, it's it's so tight. I mean, it really is ridiculously tight. Mm. I mean, there's like you said, there's there's fifteen points between Coventry, yeah, and Burnley. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. and that could change in the three weeks before the World Cup. You know, absolutely. Like you said, Coventry when their games in hand, they go ahead in Norwich. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's it's. You know, we're getting closer to that halfway stage of the season and it's just ridiculously close. Yeah. 
I mean, there's three points between Swansea and Fort and Luton and ninth. <laughs> I mean, that that's mad. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And then you you're you're talking about five points between Bristol City and thirteenth and Sheffield United in fifth. Yeah, you know, you're not even talking about two wins. Mm. It's it's crazy how tight the table is at the moment, but it's it's very exciting that table is that tight, I suppose. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Um, and then we had Burnley, who started slow against Sunderland. <laughs> um, they did, Sunderland, but uh, they, they turned that around quick. Yeah, brilliant second half performance. Um, yeah, and they're they're looking really good under company. Yeah, they find this, They found that groove now. I think. Um, yeah. Just as well. Yeah, and I mean they started they started the season slow. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. They just oh. drew again. At there was a lot of draws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they just weren't winning matches, but now they're starting to win matches again, and that that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see Burnley playing football. I'm sure the fans are fans of that as well. Mm. After after years of Deutsch and his uh. The way he used to play, which was very effective. Let's be fair, Burnley stayed in the Premier League a long time, yeah. playing that kind of football. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the fans really enjoy, as most fans do, seeing their team actually play and try to score goals and try to win matches, mm. um, in the right way, if you will. So, yeah. fair play to uh, fair play to them for for doing that. Yeah. Um, the company for the way he has them playing, and that is just ridiculously, ridiculously tight. Yeah. Do we have a quick look before we go ahead to what's coming up? Yeah. Uh, the weekend, no Sunday games this week, but they're... Friday is back. Friday is uh, back. Friday, Friday is back. back. And it's a big one. Birmingham home to QPR. That's going to be a fun one to watch. I think Birmingham will take them. Yeah. It's always tough, those Friday games, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Under the lights, everyone is up for it. Crowd mm. will be buzzing. Yeah. Uh, Halloween weekend. Fans might be in fancy dress, you would know. Exactly. Um, good atmosphere there. Yeah, it could be a tough one for QPR. Yeah. Um, but if they do win it, they'll go back to the top of the table at least for twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, a couple of early kickoffs on Saturday. Uh, Bristol City Swansea. Swansea will be looking to keep up a good run. Mm-hmm. Bristol City though have been a lot better at home this season than previous yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Um, West Brom who can't seem to buy a point at this stage are playing a very good Sheffield United team that's done I think West Brom I, I think they could be they could West Brom could take them uh, they're on they bad could. form yeah they could it's not bad Burnley home to Reading you imagine Burnley will have enough to beat Reading yeah um, although Reading aren't in, in the worst form um, yeah. they're having an okay season but Burnley at home should be I think Cardiff need the points more than Rodham they do. Um, Rotherham will obviously be disappointed with the game tonight. Um, and maybe Cardiff have that slight advantage in that Rotherham were playing tonight and Cardiff had essentially six days between matches. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll tell a little bit of a difference there. Coventry, Blackpool, that, that's one that... Like if, quite, if, if, I, if I say it, it's going to be nil all. Yeah. But, I mean, that has the potential to be like a four-all draw. I know, yeah. I was only thinking the same thing. It's going to be a high-scoring draw. Yeah, you 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 would imagine it. There's going to be goals in that one. Huddersfield home to Millwall. Millwall very good at home, traveling okay, but not brilliantly. Mm. Um, up against Huddersfield Town, mm. uh, Hull Blackburn, another one that's a tricky one for Blackburn to go away to Hull. Yeah. Um, and you can, like we said, it's so tight you can slip down this table so fast. 
Luton home to Sunderland. That could be a great game. Yeah. Um, assuming Luton's players are over the illness or whatever it was that had them yeah. not playing so well against Watford. Yeah. Norwich home to Stoke. Both teams who badly need a win. Yeah. Um, Preston. Preston, Middlesbrough. Who the hell knows Preston are playing? I mean... You know, <laughs> yeah. If Middlesbrough play as bad as last week, it would have been at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the battle of the W's is the last one, Wigan against Watford. Yeah. Um, you'd imagine Watford would be the favourites for that, the way they're going. But Watford have been a bit up and down under Billich, so who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, and like we said, Wigan's manager signing a new deal, so he'll want to celebrate that with a good performance as well at home in front of the fans. So exactly. who knows how it'll go. Yeah. Um that's about the size of it, I suppose. We will leave it there, will we, Phil? And come back after the weekend games. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so thanks everybody as always for listening to us. Uh, ramble on and ramble on some more. And uh yeah, we will be back with you after the weekend's fixtures. <laughs>